Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, since my last show about Middle Earth, have any of you had a chance to visit? <laughs> Maybe it stimulated some of you to seek it out. And who knows who could have gotten there? It's not easy. And, uh, and you never know. But we do know that my guest has been there and loves to talk about it. And is, you know, as he said before the show, he's, he's really focused on, on spreading the knowledge of Middle Earth so that we can all aspire to uh, a possible future there. Uh, or them here, <laughs> whatever. And uh, so I, a lot of us dream of being there. Um, it'd be nice to go. But anyway, uh, the opportunity to speak with Lowell Johnson is always wonderful. And he's such an ambassador for Middle Earth. Lowell, welcome back to Energy Stew. Thanks, Peter. You know, I, I was reflecting back on what we were talking about before we went you know, hot here. And I think we were focusing more on consciousness. And, you know, in, it was certainly in our field to talk about inner earth and telos because those were my experiences. But when I think about that, you know, the Capricorn in me says we were building foundations of knowledge for people. Because really, in order for you to really embrace the ideas that I want to talk to when we talk about inner earth and telos is just one aspect of that. You really got to be in touch with your consciousness first. Really, when we can talk about that, when you understand your consciousness and are open to the ideas of dimensionality, now I'm in a place where I can begin to talk to you about terms that maybe you can understand for yourself. It took me that knowledge kind of step stool to get here to understand what a multidimensional experience was. And that wasn't until I was aware of my consciousness. Does that make sense? Yes. And, you know, it's the, the ability of our consciousness to give us the vibes. If we can live in a higher consciousness, we can have vibes, for instance, that can survive visiting the Middle Earth but also that they bring us into levels of, of truth in life, having to do with love and, and uh, you know, integrity and, and, uh, and, you know, just higher dimensional feelings that we need to have moving forward. Yeah, once we get past the idea that we're no longer bound to the ideas of just this density, this third dimensional experience, and that the dreams that you have, when you begin to see those as experiences, and people, you know, as their awareness opens up, you hear them more taking that into account because they can come back and they can report on those. Well, in my experience... That's exactly what they are, is you picked a timeline to wander down while you were resting, which is the ideal time for that kind of exchange to take place, uh, that those aren't just dreams. Now, especially with help coming from the other side to help you gain a greater awareness of your ability to straddle the next dimension, because it's this far away from manifesting itself. Everything that is been brought to our assistance 
these higher expressions of ourself, our higher self, if you want to see it that way, aspects of us from different lifetimes, all of it's just kind of tapping on our shoulder, saying, hey, we got a little more information. Just open your ethereal mind, your ethereal body up, and begin to feel into these things. Because what they're trying to show us is beyond the capacity for what's been installed in our little brains to interpret how extraordinary these things are going to be to us. And I'm just scratching the surface with you know a visit to Telos. Yes, it was a multidimensional experience, but my feet were on the ground. That's a physical experience that we can have once your vibration matches the rest of you that, that's around you. However I got there, uh, bless my heart. I'm glad I did. Now it's my job to kind of lead the rest of you to just get to the same levels I'm at. Your journeys are going to be entirely different than mine, but the outcome will be the same. You'll be able to touch those things too, because from a physical standpoint, you're not made up any differently than I am. It's my level of awareness that's different than the rest of you. And I'm here to kind of help you get it. The earth is already in a cosmic cycle where she is moving into her next level of consciousness. We all understand and agree on that. It's whether the rest of the sentient life that's on her, that that individual, because our consciousness is different and we are a sentient um, sovereign being with free will. I get to choose what I want to do, and that's my soul has already had that. I just happen to be riding in this freaking bio suit right now. Mm-hmm. However, um, the universe respects our ability to do that. Um, the earth is moving into a place where it doesn't support vibrations lower than what she's moving into next. So now you can kind of see a little better that third density has no place in new earth once her consciousness rises and her vibration is higher well we have to remember that we've all come here for this time and why we've come here you know who are we really to be here are we just you know born for the first time and and we have new eyes and we're learning about life no i mean how many lifetimes have have we all had at least those listening i'm sure our people have had many lifetimes and and also, where have we been? How many of us have had lifetimes on other planets that are very advanced? And so we're coming here to bring that with us and it allows us to morph into this new consciousness more easily. Yeah, that's a mouthful. And for people <laughs> who have not really come up to this um, stage of, you know, the universe has shown me enough crawling down lots of rabbit holes for everything that you just said, Peter, to make sense to me. I keep going back to, you know, some of the new people that have crossed my path. And when um, they want to connect with me, especially on Facebook, I look at everyone. I don't, I'm not in this for clicks and, and growing tribe. If I feel that when I look at their feed, their vibration is a little off, I love you and you can follow me, but I don't want that energy within my tribe because I know what happens. Um, So when I kind of tiptoe through that, the people that continue to be coming in this direction, 
have all had some kind of something shifted. Something shifted in their awareness already, and they just they're hungry to find out what it was. They see beyond the crap that we're all living in, all the white noise that's around us. And so well, they you've had a history of these people reaching out to you for a while now. My awakening has come fast and furious. And you know, it, like you said, we all chose this particular time. We inside of us, when we get outside of what we think our 3D brains have taught us from school and experience and family and friends and work and whatever it was loaded into this particular incarnation, we, you and I are working on stuff in our Akashic records that we knew from before. And we've had the opportunity to do some past life regressions to answer those questions about what did I do in those other places where I was before I really came to see it because I believe I was one of the Pleiadians. Now, whether you look at that as I came from a future version of myself that saw all this happening and I inserted myself into this particular incarnation for this purpose. I knew I was going to be here while the earth shifted into her next function. And I came as kind of part of the team to assist with that. I'm getting more clarity on what that was the more I learn about the things I did before. But I had to take the time to invest the resources and you know just my mindset into exploring every one of those rabbit holes. And believe me when I tell you, I, those of us that have been down rabbit holes, as soon as you go down one, you find three more. But that's the nature of right. uh, what you're here to do. You're here to help source know more about itself. And those are all your jobs, part on your journey as you unfold all that. Well, first of all, the realization comes to you in a way that didn't come to anybody else. It's not like a school we went to where we're going to learn all the same things out of this book word for word. Our journeys are all different than they're supposed to be because there's a time now when our uniqueness is going to serve a purpose. Like it should have all this time. We're done learning 3D lessons where we have to label something, pick a side, and it's going to be hot or cold, black or white, on or off. We're, we still learn through those lessons, but we're done stuck in them. We see something greater because we know we're part of everything else that's connected to us. We get to go back to that realm where we've made those incarnation choices before. Every time we establish a new soul contract and we choose the lessons and the, the scenario that we're going to go through the next incarnation, we're done with that at this level. Earth is done with 3D lessons. She's moving into a new space, and hopefully humanity gets to go to the next space with her. Now, the preparations that have been made for all of us sentient critters, who doesn't that, it's not automatic that we're going to rise with her. But we have the choice to do that. And the tools that have been seeded inside of us in terms of light energy that the universe has provided, sentient beings here, including ourselves, that is the thing that's responsible for opening our DNA up, eliminating whatever you know you want to see has been manipulated in the past. And it's finally being restored back to human original design. But... There's a new feature that's coming because, you know, along with whatever way you want to see has had been manipulated before, 
this whole, this light that's coming in our direction is a whole different spectrum of light than humans have been used to taking in. Think of it as twice what we've ever gotten before. So there's been provisions that are being made for our physicality so that that can hold greater light and higher frequencies because that's what's coming our way. Yeah, there's a reality that we haven't seen because we've only seen third dimensional reality, which is extremely limited. And we have no idea how limited it is. You know, humans think we've seen it all, know it all. And, you know, people who come back from the other side of had near-death experiences um, talk about um, colors that don't even exist on this planet and, and sounds and, and so many things that are, are beyond our imagination. And that's because our DNA is now limited our brains are limited. And so we have no idea what we're going to awaken to. And the idea is to realize that the awakening would be quite extreme. And, you know, I always say it's like when during the Renaissance, when uh, artists first began to paint perspective, why hadn't before that age, any artist paint perspective? They didn't know it. They couldn't see it. That reality didn't, it wasn't, they weren't conscious of perspective, even though they lived in it, they, they were looking at it all the time, but they were unconscious about it. And then all of a sudden they woke up and then all these paintings started to have front and back in them and, you know, other dimensional. So what what does that mean in terms of what we're missing now? What, what we haven't seen that's right in front of us that we can't see and all of a sudden we go, oh my God. I've been living with this all along and I wasn't able to identify it. And there it is. So, and that's just part of it. I mean, there's so much that, because higher higher dimensionality also means greater love. And, you know. Yeah, that's the foundation of everything there, Peter. I'm glad you said that out loud. People have thrown that around like it's this lovely notion. But I'm telling you where we're going. That's the foundation of everything. No, they don't talk about it. That's just the nature of it. And the word love is just that's the natural byproduct of how everyone functions there. But I think that's why maybe one reason why it felt so safe to be at Telos, because people were resonating at that level of, of universal love, of unconditional love. You know, it's 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 just a, a, a place to be that we we don't have on this planet, and and that that's why it was so easy for you to be so happy there, right? You know, I've talked about this quite a bit, Peter, and you're the first one that's gleaned that idea out of you know my visit, and it was important for someone to say it out loud. So I'm glad it was you. Thank you. Yeah, but it's beautiful. And I've had that experience. It's life changing. And so, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. But I can't emphasize enough. I'm no different than any of the rest of you. I've been able to see what's coming and what changes are taking place that we're totally oblivious to and what that's about to translate into. Because the new space we hope to occupy 
has no space for carbon bodies like this anymore. So when I tell you that what your soul is going to drive in the next rendition of New Earth is going to be an, a, a light form, your crystalline inform that. And you're not subject to the same kind of stuff that we have to do to maintain this body. And it's not going to wear out after 80 to 100 years. No, you're about to saddle up as a human being who has their original DNA design reestablished and access to things like the technology the Lemurians and Telos are waiting to share with us. They know that there's still something really unique and special about humanity and our ability and our drive to always make something better in this physicality. That emotion is what triggers us to make things better. Well, they've grown past that. They don't really see things from that perspective anymore because love is infused and they understand they're connected to everybody else. So when a challenge is faced, you know, the person that was imbued with that gift within the collective, they handle it. That's what that they were built to do. Here's the kind of the tapestry I'm trying to paint for the rest of us. If we would have been trained here on Earth, you got to wonder what the Earth really would have been like if every one of our unique gifts was brought out instead of the idea that we're, you're going to march and you're going to be an attorney, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a dentist, you're going to be a teacher, however that was planned out, that if we would have just blossomed in the way that we are, the universe had different ideas for our evolution. Well, that's coming. Humanity is moving along because the earth is moving along. Uh, yeah, if you can wrap your head around the ideas of your soul, as opposed to this body is, establishes a life that we're going to have. If we started because we were born from our parents and it ends when we die. That is a cycle you've been trained to understand. And in this physicality, that's as close as we can get to it. But trust me, your soul is a lot older than that. It's a mortal oh, and you're yeah. about to move into a new vessel. But you know what's interesting? Uh, I was just thinking that we're, we're conditioned to believe that smart is best. You know, becoming a doctor, becoming a lawyer, whatever, that the smart guys are the best. It doesn't mean they're awake at all. They just have very intelligent minds that can process third dimensional realities uh, in relatively good, a good way, but not necessarily a wise way. Because uh, I think when, when you're awake and you have higher consciousness, it brings much more wisdom uh, to play. And, and, uh, and we were missing that. We were for so long, it was all about how many degrees people had and you know, what was their level of, of intellect versus wisdom. And we saw that- That's an excellent point. Yeah. Excellent. We saw that during the pandemic that there were so many supposedly great experts in the world who couldn't understand what was true. And, and why not? You know, they're the doctors, they're the, the, you know, the experts, the scientists. And how many scientists are really have one eye? You know, they're limited. Yeah, um, we had insight into some, when I say brilliant minds, and you think of Tesla, and you think of uh, Einstein, and 
what they were given, even they will admit that something else was working through them. Yeah, they, they were that. just connected to something way beyond themselves, and they had access to all that and were, had the ability to bring it through into this reality. And that was amazing. And that's what made them so rare among scientists is that they yeah. they were awake and they understood what that yeah. meant. They recognized their connection of their phys- metaphysical body and what that kind of wisdom connected them to and they brought that through and you know we still look at the things that tesla accomplished and with awe (laughs) and how did you do those things and he was the most humble being that was gifted with that kind of spike and he too was telling us it was it's just a matter of connecting to it that everything was what Vibration, energy, and there's three words that they always use, vibration, frequency, whatever it is. They couldn't have been right or about it. Yes. Right. And unfortunately, they were too rare. (laughs) You know. But now I'm very optimistic about many, many wise young souls on this planet who are really here for the future. And yes, yeah, and and so and they are being helped. There are a lot of people who recognize that these are, you know, crystal beings that are here to morph uh, faster than we can. <laughs> it's true. That's true. And so it's 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 such an interesting time, um, and, and I guess it, right now we we just need patience. Um, you know, and aspiration, but it's, you know, it's, we're at a time where the toxicity is flowing so strong. And, and so that's why we're, we're done with third dimensional reality, because the third dimension is really revealing how limited it is. Yeah, um, that's true. But we had to go through it to even be able to see this perspective of it. And then see ourselves as an observer of it so that we can figure out, you know, what do we do to remedy this? If we're going to continue to grow, um, then we have to stop for a moment and see that. And who in their busy lives, Peter, do you think takes the time to, you know, (laughs) get in touch with anything beyond themselves? I know what it takes for me to find a meditative state. I've worked it into a routine. So it's just part of what I do now. But 20 minutes out of my day is cut into letting myself get in connection with somebody else. And it just so happens it's the first thing I do during the day. Once I reach that place where I've touched that and that's how my day starts, I'm telling you everything else is just magic that shows up. And it wasn't that I had, I wish I could say that I intentionally knew that that was a path I wanted to go down and here I went. It's not when the universe decides they really want to get your attention. They do it in their own way. There's messages that you get. Some of it's um, unsolicited messages you start to get through friends. Then you get unsolicited messages through people you didn't know. And you can't ignore it anymore. Life is extremely magical. And it's so wonderful to be able to reflect on it and see it happening. You know, just the fact that I'm I'm talking with you right now is such a, a magical blessing that is like it's the universe of work that has created this to happen. 
Yeah, things get lined up for purposes. In my opinion, there's no coincidences, and there is definitely a path, and we're supposed to cross right here for a reason. Yep, and <laughs> so so it's it's always so much fun talking with you, and um, we're nearing the end of the show. So uh, you have a wonderful website that has incredible um, many things on it. I don't even know how to describe it. And a, and a gallery that has wonderful illustrations that people are loving and uh, all kinds of information. And that's and and uh, the simple way to get there is your name.info, right? Lowelljump.info. That's the easiest way. And yes, you're right. I'm telling you, I am amazed by whatever spirit inspired me and gave me these tools. These images that I keep seeing that now you see them in tangible form they even blow me away oh my goodness and they're triggering others their visions that they've seen in inner earth when i make references to these sacred they pools and waterfalls yeah, they, they know them they, that's right the inner knowing that you look at and you go yes this is my home yeah it's been great <laughs> i love it i love it me too <laughs> And, and so, you know, we are already of a greater world because, you know, we, we're, we've had so many lifetimes in incredible places and, and will again in the future. And, and let's, you know, we're, and we're here to, to have a un very unusual transmutative life in, in this life. Yes. The good news is, though, all that information we've had, those tools are all going to be back at our disposal in short order. I I, I think so. I, I'm ready. <laughs> and um, but I'm I'm just loving the opportunity of preparing also. And so am I. Well, you're right. When you mentioned we need some patience, that's the part of me that I that I don't want to say struggle with. Um, but if anything, you know, my little human being, just like everybody else, wants things to move faster. And along the way, you begin to realize the reasons why they don't. But you don't know that until later yeah. either. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting more and more impatient because of my age. You know, now, now that I'm in my 80s, I, I really um, know that uh, it's a shorter window, even no matter how much longer I live. It's a shorter window than younger people have. <laughs> you know, that's one aspect. The other aspect is you and I both have seen what's to come. And we just want it to come faster. Yeah. And and even these higher vibrations can help us live a lot healthier and longer. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I've got physical evidence of that. I joined no health club. I started no diet. And somehow when this kind of kicked off and meditation kind of took over my body, I just started to crave things. So how my joints have appeared to restored and I lost 35 pounds, you know, in a six month period, it wasn't by design. The universe was just aligning me back where I was supposed to be energetically. And man, here I am. I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for sharing everything that you have and, and we'll we'll do some more sharing in the near future. I hope. You know, I love coming on your show, Peter. So thanks for inviting okay. me. Sure. 
And thanks for thanks again for being here. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at Heart River, H-E-A-R-T River.org. I'd love to hear from you and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>